I'm Matt Dixon, and welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. The mission of Purple Patch is to empower and educate every human being to reach their athletic potential. Through the lens of athletic potential, you reach your human potential. The purpose of this podcast is to help time-starved people everywhere integrate sport into life. And welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. As ever, your host, Matt Dixon. And over the last two weeks, we have explored the theme of Emerge Stronger. Two weeks ago, an incredible conversation with Carmel Galvin, the CHRO of Autodesk. And last week, we explored the three paths, regression, treading water, or emerging stronger. The crossroads that leaders, businesses, individuals, and athletes can choose to follow. In the coming weeks, we're going to dig deep into what you might call the new future and what our new way of performance might be. But today, this one is for the athletes. Today, I'm going to provide context and advice for those beginning to sniff races. Oh yes, races are around the corner. Whether running races, triathlons or other events, for those that compete, we might not be so, so far away from towing the start line. And so, how long do you need to go from this phase we find ourselves in now to being ready to race? How do we transition from this COVID-19 training approach towards race readiness? And what are the key lessons that you might want to carry with you and not lose from this experience you've just been through over the last few months? You don't need to have a fixed date of racing to bank the education and knowledge in today's show. Oh, and if you're not planning to race and you don't have any ambition to be on a start line or do an event anytime soon, there are plenty of nuggets and stories to really make this episode enjoyable and worthwhile. Our manual for a return to competition, our topic du jour. But first, let's do a squaddy update. Well, today we get to celebrate We get to wish ourselves a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mr. President. The Purple Patch Squad program is one year old this week. Yes, a single year, 12 months since we began our very quiet beta project to test this new concept in training and education. We built the program after months of thought and discussion And it really began with a simple concept to develop a training and education solution around the needs of time-starved athletes and fitness enthusiasts. And in doing so, we wanted to remember our mission at Purple Patch is to empower and educate all human beings to reach their athletic potential. So we knew that this program must provide an affordable way to truly achieve the principles of empowerment and education all along the journey to excellence. Our first iteration of squad is our DNA, triathlon. And the reason it took months, the reason that we took time, well, we wanted to actually gain feedback from our current client base at the time. We really wanted to deep dive and investigate their challenges in training and what their behaviours were. We also had discussions with potential athletes, current athletes and those that had left in the prior months for what they were really looking for in their training and education. And then we did something revolutionary. 
were designed around those needs. And the key principles that bubbled out of it became absolutely non-negotiable. Number one was a flexible training program. We're going to fit, talk more about the dynamic mindset later on today, but we needed a training program that could fit into life. After all, it was for time-staffed athletes. We also wanted to ensure that the training that we provided synchronized really seamlessly with all of the modern training apps and tools. We wanted to ensure that easily accessible education around all aspects of performance was prevalent. It was the backbone of the program. And the one desire was to connect and support other like-minded athletes. So to really ensure that we could create a community. And underneath it all, I wanted to ensure that there was a real sense of accountability and options for feedback to athletes. All of the principles of what I've observed to be a really successful program for athletes. Well, we built, we tested, we did a little beta project, we iterated and we learned from that initial beta and now we've continued to grow and improve. And in fact, in the last six weeks, we've just rolled out a massively increased set of programming, daily live video coaching opportunities with bi-directional feedback in all of them, access to all of our expert partners for education and support, a daily video educational bulletin on all aspects of performance, and live coaching and hangouts with the Purple Patch Pros. And oh, while I'm talking about squad though, let's talk about those pros purplepatchfitness.com forward slash what bombs goodness me what a name i should say purplepatchfitness.com forward slash what bombs an invitation to receive receive the zoom link and join chelsea and sarah show yes chelsea sodaro fourth at the world championships last year sarah Piampiano, legend in the sport every friday live Viewers get up close and personal with our pros and they dish on their own training, areas of development and training tips. So if you want to receive that, purplepatchfitness.com forward slash bombs, and you can check out the live discussions. In last week's show, well, it was a cracker. It was with Kelly McMaster. Who's that? It's my wife and co-CEO at Purple Patch. But coming back to our squad birthday... What we've managed to create in 12 months is a wonderful international community of passionate athletes who realise, and this is the thing, realise that the reasons for doing this sport isn't about finish lines and PRs. That's great, but it's about so much more than that. It's about self-improvement. It's about making life bigger and more fun and sharing the journey with others. And so we want to celebrate one year. So what we're doing is we're having a virtual birthday bash. If you want to head to purplepatchfitness.com forward slash squad birthday, we are giving out gifts. And it's all in celebration of the one year. All you have to do is register and you can win great prizes, including the completely repurposed education membership, And that includes much of what I talked about above, the live bi-directional video sessions, the what bombs with the pros, swift rides, so much more, and including live coaching sessions, just no specific daily plan. So it's great for those that love education and training, but don't need the specific daily plan or are not triathletes. 
We're also giving away squad memberships, consults with the Purple Patch coaches, my two books, The World Built Triathlete and The Fast Track Triathlete, which are one making wonderful coffee tables at the moment as they gather dusk and lots of other swag. It is our birthday and we want to hug you all. But we must do so from a distance. And so we thought a birthday party might be the best path forward instead. Purplepatchfitness.com forward slash squad birthday. Register for the prizes. Or don't bypass the prizes. Go for the jugular. It's time to get cracking if you can. Purplepatchfitness.com. Just straight squad for the full program details. The proof is in the pudding. One year and we have created what we set out to do. We're very proud and we'd love to invite you to the party. But before our meat and potatoes, we're now going to do... What is it, Barry? What do we call this section? I can't remember. It's got the uh, musical thing, a little guitar thing, mate. Um, yeah, that's right, that's right. Word of the week. Let's do that. We like the way he thinks Serious with the wings Let's open the book It's time to take a peek It's the dictionary Word of the week Yes, the word of the week this week Where it's a phrase Accelerate out of the turn For this week's word of the week I'm going to do a spot of reading I actually want to read you a piece that I wrote for this week's Sunday special. The Sunday special, what is that? Well, that's a little habit that we have, our whole team at Purple Patch, our pro athletes, and all of the Purple Patch athletes do, which is to set up the week and plan in advance so that we can launch into Monday in execution mode. But it is also our weekly educational bulletin that we deliver to the Purple Patch community of athletes. And a little bit of fun this week, but something to anchor the mindset. And so I wanted to read this to you, as it's what I wrote to the Purple Patch athletes, and I thought I would share. Now, the theme of this is pulled from a few things that I've seen before around race cars, but I thought I would adapt it to my world of bike racing. So here's the Dixon version of it. Here we go. For me, one of the greatest joys of endurance sports is riding your bike in a place that you've never seen before. And one of my favorite places I've ever ridden is Corsica. With the quiet roads, amazing villages, perfect road surfaces and vistas of the Mediterranean around almost every curve. In the special riding that Europe has to offer, Corsica sits at the very top. And as I close my eyes and I think of hurtling down the descent described in today's piece, it is with daydreams of Corsica that I envision. And so I ask you, what is your favourite place to ride? When you close your eyes, where do you wish to be descending in our story? And here's the story, folks. You are descending a straight road, hurtling, at speed with the warm air flowing over your skin and the whole of the outside world removed from your mission of speed and safety as you drive towards the bottom of the hill. A corner approaches, a strong bend in the road. And as you're a seasoned rider, you set yourself up. You take all the information in. You moderate your speed. You glide to the middle of the lane 
and you judge your speed and you choose your line. Your eyes stray towards the exit, outside foot down and weighted. You lean the bike into the turn and your bike leans and you feel the force pulling you to the outside of the turn as you hit the apex. But it is now that you can begin to accelerate again. Stay supple, pump the legs on the pedals and ride towards a new direction, gaining speed again. If you close your eyes, I'm sure that you can imagine the feeling of speed, the slowing, the navigation of the corner, the fluid acceleration out of the turn. Welcome to a great athlete navigating COVID-19. Smart athletes will adapt to change conditions, are energized by challenges, and take calculated chances on their path to performance. There is no doubt that our current situation caused even the most committed and driven athletes to feel like they might end up in the bushes or with flat tires. And with it, sometimes feels like the brakes are failing. For many of us, the last weeks have been the greatest challenge of our lives. But now as we look forward and races begin to bubble up on the horizon, the fitness and racing landscape is going to look very different. How we lead our work lives, our family lives are going to evolve. And there will be many more challenges and changes ahead. Not all of them easy or positive. But we can collectively anticipate the changes. But so much is still unknown and so much is still foggy. And that means to successfully navigate the turn and to accelerate out of the other side. Great athletes will ensure that they keep their eyes open on the road ahead, but at the same time, they still keep their legs pumping on the pedals. Food for thought as we begin our journey to emerge stronger. And that is why the word of the week this week is accelerating out of the turn. Great athletes and leaders are like bike racers, and they must make the turn and accelerate out of it. Keep driving forward and keep the eyes ahead. Accelerate out of the turn, folks. And with that in mind, now it's time to get back to basics. Let's talk training. It's time for the meat and potatoes. Is that, is that new perfume you're wearing? I can smell it. It's definitely new. Ah, I know what it is. It is the scent of fitness emerging. Yes, I can smell it. Events are creeping up and sometime, some time, the competitive among us will have a firm date to drive towards. A return of the light of the fog of COVID-19 will emerge and you will soon be racing towards a race. Oh, just talking about it, I can hear many of your jowls salivating and slurping at the prospect. I know you just want to race. But 
How do you convert this unfamiliar pattern of training over the last months into race readiness? What will it take to be race ready? What are the elements that you want to consider as you start to drive into racing? As we launch into today's meat and potatoes, I'm going to remind you of an absolutely guiding principle that is critical as you plot your return to racing, or for that matter, your return to work or life, or anything for that matter. And that is the need for a dynamic mindset. I always say that life is not a spreadsheet. Rewrite a training program for an athlete with it being treated as live. And what I mean by that is yes, we plan, but then we adapt based on what happens, how the body responds, what happens with fatigue. This is the art of the performance journey. Plan, execute and adapt. Well, emerging from this situation that we find ourselves right in now, we cannot treat it like a spreadsheet. Success for a return to racing or work or life as we want the future to be shaped is going to require great flexibility. Or as we say at Purple Patch, a dynamic mindset. And so as you listen to today's meat and potatoes, I want you to keep that in the forefront of mind. As we begin to plot into something that we know is coming, racing, but we don't quite know when, or even how, or perhaps even what it looks like. And so to do this, let us frame. We want to talk about three aspects. The first is a reminder of the key elements to training right now. Now, this might be a reminder for some, but it's not too late to begin if you've been a little rudderless over the last few months. We then want to consider some of the important lessons and considerations as you creep towards the racing mindset. And finally, we want to get into setting up the ramp to racing, a practical timeline and guide. And so with those in mind, let's get cracking. Part one, a reminder of how to set training up now. As we find ourselves now, your training should be anchored in leveraging a platform for athlete development. Our initial weeks as we went through COVID were anchored in avoiding immune suppression. But it is okay now to drive towards performance gains within context of the situation and of course being unshackled with no specific events coming per se. So in our training, for any endurance athlete, I identify five pieces of the puzzle. Five pieces that almost every single endurance athlete can embrace as their guiding light at this time. Number one, resilience. Number two, strength. Number three, efficiency, or the improvement of fat utilization. Number four, capacity, or the size of your engine. And number five, the special source of Purple Patch, strength endurance. So let's break these down. How should you be structuring your training right now? Well, number one, I mentioned resilience. What that means is a large amount of your training should be what we label soul-filling. Really easy, fun, joyous, an escape from life, not anchored with metrics, you can be relatively unspecific in your specificity. 
It can be technique focused. It can remove the suppression of the immune system. A whole bunch of really important but enjoyable low stress training. And that is the filling of the package. It's really important. And out of it, you're going to gain tissue resilience. You're going to create a dialogue between brain and muscle. You're going to improve low-level cardiovascular fitness. Highly important resilience. Without pressure and without ego driving us to the start line, therefore forcing people to make the mistake of endurance athletes, which is to go too hard on easy days. So number one, resilience. In parallel to that, number two is strength training. A massively important part for all endurance athletes, but a key element, an opportunity to do it now. Strength training. Improving your tissue resilience, tendons, muscles and ligaments. Improving the ability for joint mobility and making sure that we have great range of motion and postural fitness. And then, of course, a little integration of habits around self-care. With just these two elements in your training, resilience, development and strength, you are already well on the way to moving towards athlete advancement. But there are three other key pieces of the puzzle. The third is fat utilization. Now, the nice thing about this is this aligns with our goal of resilience because it's a whole bunch of really low stress training. We don't need to fuel too much during these training sessions and they can be very socially paced. And so if we think about everything we've talked about so far, there's a lot of training at this time that is low cognitive load, low physical load, yet high performance adaptations, resilience, development, platform of efficiency. You're improving your miles per gallon of the race car. Okay, all sounds very easy, but now comes the other end of the scale. Now we hit number four, a desire to advance by improving your capacity. Or another way to say it is the size of your engine. Yes, some very, very high intensity training. What we might work on our aerobic capacity. Most intervals under three minutes and very high output. Yes, these are the ones that the Purple Patch athletes talk about. When you go to our community pages, oh my goodness, what are they doing to me? Very, very challenging high intensity training. And it's great to do right now. And it's the polar opposite of what we talked about with fat utilization and resilience. Boom, very high capacity. These are the types of intervals that as an endurance athlete, you don't get to do very much as you're getting ready for your marathons or your Ironmans or your half Ironmans or anything like that. And the final component right now is strength endurance, a bridge between the strength work and the resilience necessary. What does that mean? It means doing your endurance sports against high load or high torque. So for bike riders, a lot of very strong low cadence work. 
For runners, a lot of strength-based running and hill repetitions. High-intensity, strong, shifting the load to the muscles, not just the cardiovascular system. And underpinning all of these elements is the concept of patience. Because without the specifics of racing coming up, we want to hold ourselves back just a little bit. We want to be on this side of the line of aggression and being conservative. We want to retain ourselves at being under total capacity. And we want to come out of this really fresh, both emotionally and physically. So right now, our training program should be really sustainable within the confines of life. In fact, I would recommend beyond this, really leaning in to community, bi-directional coaching on videos and education if you get a chance, even occasionally, occasionally keeping things really fresh with events and races. But overall, your training should have a massive sniff of sustainability. And if we pause for one moment and go back to last week's stories, if you listened last week, you might remember poor Marcus, an adequate Bill, but thriving Jennifer. Well, at this plot, for us to ground ourselves in, we want to replicate Jennifer. And so with the assumption that your training is anchored around these principles, a whole bunch of easy, good strength and mobility work, and increasing the size of our capacity of our engine and a healthy dose of strength endurance, we're ready to go, yeah? During this time, as we move to part two of today and we begin to consider the lessons, we want to think back to last week's episode with Jennifer. So what are the considerations for when you start to creep into the racing mindset? Well, here's the key, folks. Rather than simply driving forward, you're in a place right now with this sustainable training program and changes that have occurred, changes in training, changes in mindset, potentially changes in habits. It is a place of reflection. Because with this greatest challenge that you have been faced, in order for us to grow, we must learn. And so this is a time for reflection and for us to seek lessons. If you remember, we discussed from challenge comes growth. Well, this is the point right now. Before we dive into the racing mindset, let's just pause. And the lessons are not about training prescription per se, or just following a plan. Performance comes from much, much more than that. It is about applying a plan with a dynamic mindset, remember that from earlier, and within the context of your life, and of course, within the context of how your body reacts. And with no racing right now, it is now time to get really connected with this context before the races bubble up through the fog. So what does this bring? Well, in this mindset, it includes, let's remind ourselves, COVID-19 brought changes. Many of those changes were forced and unexpected. 
But, and we must acknowledge this, not all of the changes were bad. Some of the changes were likely little happy surprises and potentially created some positive lessons if you're hearing, if you're listening. And so, as you start to think about racing coming up, it's a good time to pause and think, what were the lessons? What did I actually learn? A common one that I'm finding amongst athletes is just how fit and energetic you can be with only two really hard high-intensity sessions each week. And so now as you move forward and you start to come back to races, do you need a whole bunch of moderate intensity, long intervals to make me perform at a moderate intensity for a long duration? Ta-da! Yes, high intensity works. And so don't necessarily be in a rush to change what has been good. Many purple patch athletes over the last two months have committed to a whole bunch of very low intensity soul filling work. And then they've hit it really strong a couple of times a week. And maybe, just maybe, this is the backbone of their recipe going forward. Because they're reporting feeling controlled, enjoying it, having fun, being able to perform well consistently in the key sessions and producing great outputs. And so, do they need to turn their back on that? Do you need to turn your back on the things that have suddenly provided really good results? Remember, I still consider that most amateur athletes out there walk around in a fog of fatigue. And perhaps this considered a more pragmatic and flexible approach that many have deployed over the last two months is finally enabling them to have the courage to adopt it as the approach moving forward. Because if they're achieving great personal consistency and performances, just perhaps their race performances might improve. At least consider it. The second component is around your habits. So what about some of your supporting habits in the way that you've lived your life? What have been happy successes? Many people are cooking at home much more frequently. Less eating out, less creamy venti coffees piling up the day. Many have slept more, have had more time with family. What are the pieces of the puzzle that have added to happiness, have improved health, have perhaps been beneficial in waistline and energy? Guess what? Keep them. Keep them now. Because it's important for us to stay grounded. The future is not what we are living now. This is not life. We are living a version of it. But equally, the future isn't what we were living. And athletes, businesses and leaders should not be seeking a simple return to what was. The most successful, like our story last week with Jennifer, 
should be seeking an evolved mindset and approach to a new future. And this is the same for an athlete returning to racing. What do I need to keep that I never did before? What do I want to go back to that is a missing ingredient? And what do I want to get rid of completely? It's almost like a mental and physical spring clean and a shopping spree all in one. And so, so far guys, we've talked about anchoring your training right now. And then the second part of it is as you begin to prepare to prepare for racing, you want to pause and reflect. This is what I'm going to hold on to. And so in part three, what about race planning? So far, we've dialed in our training for now. It's now this strange bridge phase between old and the future. And we don't have clarity on races will look like. We don't even understand exactly when they'll be. But the one thing we do know is that they're coming. And so we also know that it's time to reflect, to do a post-mortem, to do an inventory of our lessons that we've gained from this colossal challenge and hence lean into the growth opportunity. And we all need to do this in order to move forward in any walk of life effectively. But now it's begin to prepare for events. And we want to be like a coiled spring, ready to head into action when able. So what does this look like? Well, a few key principles. Number one, if you follow the recommendations of training for now that we just went over, you are going to be incredibly close to being race ready, incredibly close. In fact, I would label that if you've been consistent with your training within the framework of what we're talking about, you are currently race able. But we want to convert that to being race ready. And it doesn't take much. So many people ask me, how long is it going to take for us to be ready for racing? Keep doing what you're doing. And as soon as the races bubble up and you have the opportunity... I think for safety's sake, especially for triathletes getting back into swimming consistently, it's probably 21 days for safety. Three weeks, boom, you can race. Three weeks from today. But for real performance, it's probably more like 30 to 45 days. Wow, that little, you ask? Yes, that little. For you to be at prime performance... It's probably only 30 to 45 days. You're race able. We just need to convert to race ready. So many pieces of the puzzle for the sabbatical program, as I like to call it, will do a surprising amount for performance development. Now, we also need to remember that when you do return to racing, your first race is just that, your first race. Remember that this whole thing about performance is a journey and even the races are a journey. And so a natural instinct is for every athlete to absolutely charge back into race number one. And many will fail by treating it like a pass-fail event. 
Many will be excited, perhaps too excited. But this is the chance, guys. This is your chance to build a winning mindset to racing. It is an opportunity to express your training and test yourself. But it is only a stepping stone in the journey of performance. And so when races do come back up, don't overblow it. Don't make it a big deal. Be really happy and excited. But there is absolutely no need to stack pressure. Load yourself up with expectations. In fact, there should be no expectations. And as we know from prior discussions, no expectations is a very different context from low expectations. And so I would encourage you in that ramp up to in fact view your initial racing as nothing more than an experiment. Just don't fall into old habits because you might be surprised. So we've been doing this training. You perhaps have been feeling consistent with good performance and when it's counted, you've been able to step up. And so don't over obsess and go into some big race build. Don't turn your back into this new rhythm. Instead, just convert the key principles and just add a little bit of flavor that I'll go into in a second to convert race able to race ready. And so, yes, to be successful in your races, we do need a little race specific training. So how do we manage the tension between retaining what is working right now and injecting a little bit of needed race-specific training. Well, the first approach that I would do is maintain much of the higher intensity that's been the backbone of this COVID sabbatical training. And then in addition, you'll just add in one to two sessions weekly that have a sniff of race-specific intensity. For triathletes, that might be bite intervals that are around the effort of your race intensity. And of course, some runs off the bike so that you begin to gain familiarity of what it's like to go from bike to run. And for people that just do running events, well, yes, you want to do some extended tempo, maybe some race specific simulators. All of that includes, but you don't need to go into some big race build. Just add a little bit of race-specific intensity in and then go into an open mind on your first race and you might just be surprised. Now, in this, we do want to return to what we might call the familiarity of race experience. In order for us to successfully execute our first race, we must acknowledge that it's been some months since we last raced. And so if you can just have within that race-specific intensity training a little bit of familiarity of the sensations and awareness, and this includes a slew of fun, this might be a little bit of resilience development. And so, yes, triathletes might need two to three long rides over the course of that month, maybe one or two longer runs so that they can get used to being on their bikes or on their feet for the time and duration close to what an event runs. Runners, well, you guys might already have this resilience, but if not, begin to sneak it in. But we also want to prep with a little bit of the fueling and hydration. 
we need to start to remind ourselves and our body of what it's like to do race fueling. The timing, the type, and the amount of consumption. For those with some more logistical events, triathletes for example, do some practice with transitions. Maybe your warm-up protocol. Start to get the mind and body ready for what it's like to go through a race. But beyond all these things, maintain a bunch of things that are now proving to work. Maintain your positive habits. Have the confidence to maintain the rhythm. Don't suddenly pile on a bunch of additional training. Sustainable, consistent, good sleep, healthy eating. Because if you have good energy right now and are being consistent, stay with it. Yes, racing looms, but we don't know when and we know it sometime soon. So stick with consistency. Stick with sustainability. And go in with fresh eyes. Because remember, we are not seeking a return to the old you. We are seeking growth. The theme is emerge stronger. That means we don't want to return. We want to emerge. Now, just because the fog might lift soon... It doesn't mean you must forget all of the lessons that these last two months have provided. Now is the time to reflect and pause and commit to what we're going to keep. Now is the time to inject a new approach. And you have to be open to testing and experiment. How do you race off of this really strange, unfamiliar rhythm? Well, don't be in a rush to change and just go back to the old approach because you won't have learned anything. Go forth, no expectation, and race in this unfamiliar rhythm. And if you don't have a race, but you own a coffee shop or a tech company or a busy mum, take these same principles above and apply. Because a part of emerging stronger is adapting and growth. And you can only nail this if you commit and are also flexible enough to test new strategies. And that's what we're doing here. Anchoring the training, reflecting and learning, and then drawing those new approaches into a crazy experiment. I'm going to line up and race and see what happens. It won't be like before because I don't want it to be like before. And that's it for another week. We're not to racing yet. Oh, but it's sneaking up on us. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, purplepatchfitness.com forward slash squad birthday to register for our celebration and our virtual happy birthday party just to us. Cheers and chat next week. Take care. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Purple Patch Podcast. If you like what you hear, would really appreciate it if you share with your friends and even go the extra mile and head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate and review the show. The Apple Podcast link is in the show notes. Your support and positive reviews go a huge way in increasing our visibility and also the exposure to time-starved people everywhere who want to integrate sport into life and ultimately thrive. Don't forget, you can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Cheers! <laughs>